and welcome to episode four of the Garni Waiting Room. I'm Grace. I'm Bri. And I'm Alicia. And today we also have another guest with us. We have Jade. Guys. So today we are going to be talking to Jade a little bit more about her experience with endo and yeah, basically how her day-to-day life is. Do you just want to start by saying like where you're from, how old you are, what you do for work? Yeah, so 26. Um, I'm from Bedfordshire. Um, I'm a mum of one and I'm just in the middle of changing jobs. I'm currently a dental nurse, but I'm changing to be an ambulance call handler. Nice. Wow. We love it. And then this is a really important question. Are you team tea or team coffee? (laughs) Oh, for God's sake. I don't drink tea or coffee. Oh, controversial. I get told all the time. I get told I'm weird all the time, but I don't drink it. That's What about about like iced tea or iced coffee? Neither. Do you drink hot chocolate? Mm, depends where it's from oh, that's a good point that's, that's that, really that that's is, kind of yeah. through a spanner in the works really, but how yeah. first guest neither neither that, that's mm. all, that's really thrown me okay yeah. anyway <laughs> that's the most important question but you know when were you diagnosed with endo uh, May 2020, so in the first lockdown. I was, obviously we were in lockdown, I my period had been maybe two or three days in, and I was just doubled over in pain, um, had been for a few hours, and then yeah, got taken to hospital. Then my first hospital I went to, which is local to me, um, they fobbed me off just that it's period pain, um, took, sent me home with paracetamol. Um, <laughs> we love that. Yeah. We love paracetamol. Does it not work for you guys? <laughs> Wait, uh, did you, do not you know, know that? <laughs> that, that is the best pain relief. Top Absolutely. Top, top do you tip. know who does a good paracetamol? Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> that's a TikTok. You know that's a TikTok, right? No. Yes. No, <laughs> oh. no I, I know. I've seen it. Okay. I mean, thanks okay. for that advice. Um, Carry on, Jade. <laughs> Yeah, I was sent home at four in the morning and then by that evening I'd been blue lighted to the other hospital that was close to me and they operated on me early hours of the morning thinking it was appendicitis, then found that I had retrograde menstruation, so just blood in my abdomen. They flushed it out and then next thing I know the surgeon's coming around to me um, the day of the surgery and I sort of asked him questions about what he found and he was like, yeah, I don't really know too much about it. You'll have to Google it. Oh, my God. Thanks. We're all shocked, but we're not. Two weeks later, so obviously then I did my research in while I was in hospital and stuff and came across endometriosis. Again, I've never heard of it before. Yeah, two weeks later, I was doubled over in the same pain again. Came to um, the first hospital I went to, Bedford, and again, they thought it was appendicitis, operated on me again, took my appendix out, but said it was okay, but they didn't get out anyway. Um, and then said um, that I would need another surgery at some point to see what was going on. Um, fast forward to February last year, 2021, and I had, I'd been in and out of hospital so many times. I had a female gynae doctor come and see me. Um, she had said to me that I couldn't be in as much pain as I was saying. I was only young, blah, blah, blah. Um, she went out and I walked to the toilet or struggled to, and she said to me, oh, is it really that painful that you can't walk? And I said, I'm not making this up. Like, I'm in tears here, struggling to walk to the toilet. Yeah. So it will operate that afternoon. Um, then came round and said that I had endometriosis, but that she had left the tissue there. She didn't do anything with it. So, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Honestly. So, There's a fire over there, but I'm just going to leave it burning. I'll just leave it. Yeah. I'll let it spread. <laughs> I'll, let it, I'll just let it burn. 
I just don't get yeah. that. Like, how is that going to make your pain any better? Like, they rushed you That's in for a surgery crazy. that was just pointless. Like, it's I'm as like, if they see surgery as just like you know, just as easy as giving someone antibiotics. Like, oh yeah, we'll just yeah. we'll just casually do a surgery. You know, yeah. it's not going to impact your life that much. Yeah, it's so bad. What is your biggest symptom for endo apart from pain? Um, my hips. They seize up quite a bit. I would say that's probably my biggest one. That's how I know a flare-up's coming because then yeah. it starts down to my leg. I hate that like leg pain that you get like in your inner thigh. Yeah, that's yeah, when you good. know it's not going to calm down, don't you? You just know that. That's yeah. It. Okay, what's your top three flare-up essentials? Uh, my pain relief, which at the minute I take dihydrocodine, diclofenac and um, oromorph. But I have to hold my nose. I don't like the taste. Obviously, you have a daughter. Yes. Yeah. We want to know pregnancy, endo, like, does endo pain for, like, contractions? But you didn't mm. know you had endo when you had a daughter, did you? I had her when I had her. No, I had her. I fell pregnant with her at 18. Had her at 19. Um, and, yeah, I didn't know I had endo then. I don't know. I hemorrhaged after I had her. Oh, um, ouch. Yeah, the cord snapped on my placenta. That wasn't fun. Oh, God. And uh, next thing I know, they're putting the buzzers as I'm hemorrhaging and stuff. And they had to manually remove it. I was crying, screaming in pain. A doctor, female doctor, turned around to me and was like, you've just had a baby, this can't hurt. I sat sat upright and I, you've got your hand up my vagina, don't tell me this doesn't fucking hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, painful is childbirth not as honestly, as I- is it more painful than like an endo flare-up like a really bad endo flare-up mm, i honestly i would say no oh. my experience wasn't that Top bad 10 conditions it was nine and a half hours long i just had pethidin um and just pushed her out of nothing the only thing that hurts is when the head comes out it does feel like your vagina's on fire but nice <laughs> it, it's short-lived yeah so that birth control yeah yeah oh, yeah if you want birth control i can go into a bedroom and show you where <laughs> <laughs> How old is she now? Seven. No, such a cute age. How do you feel about balancing social life, endometriosis, work, family, all the things? Social life is non-existent, so I think that kind of sums that up. But it's so hard. Mm. I think even just balancing work, family, and social life is hard. You know, I can't just spend days in bed. I have to get up, take her to the school run. Literally, just me. The pass goes off to work early in the morning, so I have to get up and take her to school. But then I guess, uh, you know, the same side of that, it gets me up I have to yeah. get up and do it. yeah know. that's yeah. true but it's hard but I mean I'm very open with her about it she knows I've always been quite open about like periods and stuff like that with her um yeah. I think that's so important though definitely does lead on to my next question of yes. how does your daughter understand your endo she knows about it um and stuff like that who's like i said like she knows all about periods and stuff and she knows that makes it worse but bless her whenever I'm poorly she always asks if I have to go to the hospital or which is quite sad it's sad that she like has been exposed to that at so young and has to understand it yeah. But, yeah. do you worry that like she'll get it because you know like sometimes it does like run in the family sometimes um i mean like my sister this year got diagnosed with pcos as well so okay. and i found and had like problems with her periods and stuff so i had it hysterectomy. me and my mum um has problems with her she doesn't have endo as far as they're aware but yeah i guess it's a bit of a worry just because i i know what it like mm. what it through it and I don't want her to go through the same thing of course yeah for sure yeah for sure does anyone else in your families have any other like no but I don't know anyone on my dad's side of the family really I've got a cousin that I kind of know but we're not like I've literally met her once 
and mm-hmm. I've asked her, but she doesn't know anyone. So, but my my mum had like ovarian cysts when she was my age, mm-hmm. but not endo or anything. So, my mum had loads of fibroids, and she's always had like bad issues with periods and stuff. She had to have a hysterectomy after she had me. My mum has got endo, um, and she's got it on her bowel as well, mm-hmm. and that's the same as what I've got now. And then both my nans on my mum and my dad's side had to have hysterectomies before 37 due to like really heavy periods but I mean back then I obviously I mean endo's not really massively well known now so back then yeah. it wasn't really known for much sure. at all so I definitely reckon that they did have yeah. endo and mm-hmm. mum's had a full hysterectomy too just not enough awareness like even though there wasn't then it's just crazy how even in like 30 years say like nothing has really changed like there's yeah. more awareness but nothing is easier the diagnosis journey isn't any easier the only person I know that's close to me that has endo is my stepmom and obviously like I'm not related to her but it's quite interesting that she has it because yeah at least she understands you know she goes through it all as far as I'm aware I don't know anyone in my family okay now we've got some more non-endo-y ones one of them's but your starbucks order strawberry ice lemonade refresher thing oh they're good. good yeah they are good the hibiscus one's nice as well Mm. I love the pink coconut one. One of the questions is your most controversial opinion. I feel like you've already answered that. What with the tea or coffee? <laughs> yeah, that's really upset my soul. Yeah, I can tell. Just because you're not recruiting someone else to be on your team. Well, there's two against <laughs> one why. right now, Leash. That's you not. need to be recruiting people for your it's team. Not. My poll won. It's not. No, G is floating in the middle. My poll won. It was like 63% tea and like no, no, no. 30% coffee. It was incorrect. What's your biggest fear of endo? Probably not being able to have any more children. Yeah, mm. I want another child, but I'm not in a position to have one. You know, like me, when I fell pregnant with Mia, I was first year uni student. Had the like she was not planned in any way, mm. shape, or form. And then, yeah, a couple of years later, um, I met my ex partner. We were together for three years, but tried for nearly two. Nothing happened. Mm. Bless you. Uh, yeah. January last uh, end of 2020. Um, 2020 now no it's not (laughs) (laughs) babe you're living in the past oh my dear (laughs) the brain fog is very thick is it the brain fog is real today it's not good found out I was pregnant complete surprise again again was on contraception and um wasn't in a position to have another child so um fortunately had an abortion but um yeah just the fear of not being able to have yeah. yeah of course yeah yeah definitely such a tricky like thing isn't it I think for anyone like it's a hard thing to just not think about and I think you hear it a lot from like doctors and stuff when you talk to them they're just like oh we'll just try like just see what happens and yeah like see what happens but if you've been trying it's just yeah. horrible to think like yeah it's not a nice thing at it's all the fear of the unknown isn't it yeah. like it's all good and well saying try but it's not until you're actually trying yeah you yeah know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And are you on any contraception now? Well, I've just finished the menopause injection. Okay. So, but I didn't I didn't have the last one. So it should I don't really know if it's all out of my system now, but it was over a month ago that I had the last one. So sorry. Did on. you find that helpful or first like two, two and a half months 
I didn't have any pain really at all. And then after the third injection, I just I kept getting pain still and kept getting flare ups, although I wasn't bleeding. So yeah, I don't. I just I chose not to go for the last one. So I had five out mm-hmm. of six. Um, but for me, it just wasn't worth it. The side effects weren't worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So the next part of a podcast is we're going to do like a little endo pub quiz, something a little bit more fun and different, and test the knowledge of g brian jade alicia gets off lucky on this one i guess she made it i made it thank you for making it alicia i had a great time i love making a powerpoint (laughs) this is the thing i've gone through all this effort to make this powerpoint making and i've made it look bloody good and no one's gonna be able to see it there's no reason why we can't put a little clip up of it or even just put the put it on instagram tv thingy yeah tiktok you can do 10 minutes as well now oh really it's true only because the other day it was like, you can now do 10 minutes on TikTok. So here's a whole episode of Peppa Pig. And you bet your bottom dollar right I sat and watched it all. <laughs> Absolutely. You love Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. Question one. Surgery is currently the only way to diagnose endometriosis. I thought I'd start nice and simple for you. False. You can get it from a urine dip. <laughs> True. True. You are correct. You love the recipe. <laughs> you are correct. Correct. I hope so. Question two: Endometriosis is a rare condition. False. Oh, false. It is false. Sorry, <laughs> I was in a daydream then. False. False. It is false. Question three: Endometriosis is a disease that only affects women <laughs> in their late thirties and forties. We love this question. According Bye. to Channel Five, yes. <laughs> According to Channel 5, this is true. False. False. But Channel 5 is full of bullshit. It is indeed. It Side is note. False. Channel 5 today was the only channel to not air the Queen's funeral. Do you know what they were playing instead? What? They had on the Emoji movie. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Shit. Every single other channel... Oh my god! Had the Queen's funeral on, and they had the Emoji movie. They were shooting films all day. It's not bloody oh Christmas, god. is it? Jesus! Exactly. Moving on. Question four: Endometriosis is a disease that mainly affects which organ? Is it intestines, kidneys, uterus, or lungs? Uterus. 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 Well. None. It all of them, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I guess like yeah. it depends if it, you're saying inside or outside the uterus because it's not necessarily the uterus inside. No, no, outside. not inside. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just overthinking this question. Are you questioning the quiz master? No, no. Yeah. No, Do you no. want to scrap G? Because I'm ready. <laughs> I, can't. <laughs> I can't. I'm not feeling. Lucia, well. sexy when you get angry. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I can't wink. I would wink back, but I really can't. I can't wink. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of that. There you go. All of you not wink. I can. A little I bit. Can. I, I can. can. If I put a hand over one eye, I can. You're just I can. blinking. I can no. only do it so much. You don't know that. Like... Which of these is not a supposed, and I'm putting heavy em- emphasis on supposed because we don't know the cause of endometriosis? Excess estrogen, early onset of menstruation, genetics, or delaying your first pregnancy to be after the age of 30. I had to Delaying your ones. first pregnancy to be after 30? You are correct. 
Well, guys, I'd take the crown on that one. Yeah. So the current research that there is at the moment is obviously there's no like definite cause of endo, but excess estrogen and genetics are kind of like the top two. And if you're starting your periods like early and they're really heavy, like to begin with, et cetera, et cetera, then obviously that can kind of point towards it, but obviously isn't a definite sign. Question six. Get your little notebook out. I have indeed. How does endometriosis reach the lungs and other organs far from the uterus? Does it travel through the lymphatic system? Is it because of incomplete emptying of menstruation? It does it travel through the bloodstream or is it reverse menstruation? Reverse menstruation, isn't it? Oh, I'm saying... I am saying... I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying reverse menstruation. I'm saying reverse menstruation as well. I'm just You're just copying us. Yeah. yeah. You're incorrect. Oh, okay. To, to reach your lungs and like your eyes and stuff, it has to travel through the lymphatic system. And mm. I'm going to read you some stuff. Oh, so Story it has to time. travel through the lymphatic system, which carries immune system components, such as white blood cells throughout the body to help fight infections. Endometriosis can strike can survive for a short amount of time in the lymph vessels, but cannot survive in the red blood cell stream. Reverse menstruation happens in many women, but not all of them lead to endometriosis spreading up throughout your body. And the uterus almost never fully expels all of its tissue every month during menstruation anyway. You never get rid of all your blood. Yeah. So yeah, it's traveling through the lymphatic system. Taught you something. Wow, thanks for that. Thanks. You're welcome. Lessons with leash. Yeah. yeah we love it. it. I think if you were my teacher, I'd shag you. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a bit of a... my favourite. Right, so question seven. How... Uh, what we're going to <laughs> Sorry, I've just read the answers. You what? <laughs> oh, I just read... <laughs> okay, go on. Right. What was endometriosis called in the 1980s when women and doctors were becoming more aware of it? Is it the frigid woman's disease, the promiscuous woman's disease, the career woman's disease, or the single woman's disease? I want to say promiscuous woman's disease. I'm going with promiscuous as well. I'm going with that one. You're all incorrect. What? So it is the career's woman's disease. And it was believed to affect women who put off marriage and pregnancy to pursue their careers. But it's not, it's funny because it's not the careers path that gives you endo. It's endo that stops you from doing the yeah, career Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really do. have much of a career anymore. So Exactly. <laughs> I'm having to change Literally. careers. But yeah. So but proud of you. We love it. New job. Have you started yet? Uh, no, the 17th of October. Oh. Ah. Yeah. When do you start yours? Third of October. Oh. That's, that's so soon. exciting. I know. Proud of us. We love it. I start uni tomorrow too. Proud of you. You're going to smash yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Right. So question eight. What is the average length of time between a woman's first symptoms of endometriosis and a confirmed diagnosis? Eight years. Eight to ten years. Yes. It is eight to ten years. I feel like I cheated the system a bit. Between me 
having my diagnosis and surgeries and stuff was really quick. Yeah. I was the same though. Were you? When I first started going to the doctors about like heavy periods and stuff, like to look into it deeper, I was probably about. <laughs> I li- right. I literally can't say the word deep without Bry becoming a child. You just say it like deeper. <laughs> Bry, go to your bedroom. I've broken her. Deeper. <laughs> Don't stop because. The fun fact is that in 1970s, it used to be 16 years. Wow. For an average diagnosis. Well, at least something's changed. Yeah, this is true. Number nine. From the 1970s to the 1990s, which hormone was used to treat endometriosis? Is it estrogen, testosterone, progesterone, or adrenaline? I feel like like fucking adrenaline. Yeah, it's going to be something like that. Well, progesterone is the one they use now, isn't it? So I reckon it might... Keep keep trying, Brian. Keep going. (laughs) Estrogen. (laughs) (laughs) You are all wrong. I I didn't even say anything. I didn't say anything. You did? No, I didn't. I was. Oh, I literally. I said progesterone. Well, they, domestic. <laughs> I said okay. progesterone. We use at the moment because oh, I'm on okay. progesterone. But then okay. I said testosterone because it's she a man's right. hormone. Yeah. Yeah. And she likes having men's hormones in her. <laughs> Sorry, that was too good to pass up. Okay, we'll <laughs> let you have that one. So, testosterone-based medications were given once a month for up to six months to women with excessive bleeding and pain from endometriosis, and the objective in using testosterone-based treatment was to shut down the female reproductive cycle temporarily. The unpleasant side effects of this hormone, such as weight gain, deepening of the voice, and increase of facial hair growth, have made the treatment less popular. But does it work? (laughs) Right, last question. True or false? Pain levels are an indication of severity. False. False. It is false. Yay. I always find that a bit mad, though, because, like, I know you girls haven't quite found out what kind of stages you're at, but, like, I would say you guys, your pain is much, much worse than mine. Mm. I think it's just where mine is. You have, like, flare-ups a lot more than me. But then yeah. you did before you had your second surgery. You were having a lot of flare-ups. That's true. Yeah. I so think I think just... we're in that stage that you were just before your second yeah, surgery. Exactly. Yeah. Hi, fingers crossed. I'll be able to be told. I mean, it doesn't really matter. Like it, it's not a big thing for me. But I kind of like to know what stage I have. I think yeah, it's just too. like a little bit of closure, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And then I feel like I mean, they come to turn with things. And maybe then if it is like more intense or whatever at least then they can base like a treatment plan of the stage or whatever that it is yeah like because i'm now like written down as stage four like on my notes i've got that when i'm coming to like try and have a baby i don't need to wait as long like generically i think they said it's like normal people wait a year like they have to try conceiving for Mm -hmm. a year before they can get help yeah Whereas mine is like really short amount. I think it's like he's put down like I need to be trying for like a couple of months, and yeah. then if, if nothing happens, then they'll help me straight away. Where was your endo found when they did your? 
So I've got it on the back of my womb. Um, and I had it the worst on my rectovaginal wall. I had like a really large nodule that I had to have sent off to histology. And then I've also got it on my bowel. Um, I The treatment I had done when I had my surgery, I had a really good endo specialist. So he he got 99% of it basically he had to leave a tiny tiny bit on my bowel because it was at that point where it would I would need to have a bowel surgeon as well but everywhere else he's completely like blitzed it and I can feel I can feel the benefits of it because like I mean like you guys have said I can't I honestly can't remember the last time since I had the surgery I don't think I've had like a really really bad Mm -hmm. flare-up that's good do you other girls know where um like roughly they think it is with you guys yes yeah, so they think it's on my bowel and my bladder um because I had a scan a few months ago or a few weeks ago and as they did like the ultrasound they could like see something on my bladder but obviously they don't know what it is but he said like it was like a really dark shade so he seems to think that it's on my um bladder and then last time I had it on my ovaries as well so like the chance of it growing back on my ovaries is quite high um yeah but yeah, I was about to get my letter up because so many confusing words in my letter. I don't really know what it what it means, but some of the areas I remember is um, pouch of Douglas. I don't know. Like, yeah, um, so that's on that's on the back of your womb. Like yeah, yeah, pretty much. So mostly around um, my like womb area, mostly just in my pelvis, not necessarily attached to any organs. They did find a small amount in like the recto-vaginal area um but I'd be interested to know because I think it's like more intense like around my bowels at the moment and I'm having like really weird bladder symptoms that I never really had before like I used to have like I don't know I used to like literally have no pain going when I go for a wee but now it's like painful and always my bladder always feels full even though it's not things like that I was exactly the same with like going to the toilet, <clears throat> like the other side of things. Mm-hmm. Going for a shit. <laughs> going for a shit, yes. Um, because all, like I was fine for ages and all of a sudden like it was just ridiculously painful. Like mm-hmm. I'd be sat on the toilet crying. I'd be having to like hold on to things. Yeah, I was that's bleeding, what I'm like. Yeah. Like every single time I went and it was horrific. And when I had my surgery, they he he had come back to me and said that the back of my womb and my rectovaginal wall was like this. It was just completely stuck. Mm-hmm. So he had to just separate them completely, and which is why I was in so much pain. Yeah. Because I think it's when well, he said it's from my MRI, they could see it on the front and back of my uterus, see it on my bowel. Um they they weren't sure about my bladder, but I keep going into retention whenever I have a flare up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they my bladder and see anything other than I see and um yeah in my MRI they said there's like loads of fluid in my pouch of Douglas um and when I had an ultrasound about maybe two months ago um she couldn't find my left ovary she had to dig like so far back oh my god same (laughs) left ovaries why can't they find them I get most of my pain is left hand side yeah but yeah. Um, yeah, she said oh, she scared the life out of me because she asked me if there was any chance I could be pregnant, and I was like, no. Oh, God. <laughs> and then I panicked. She was like, no, 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 don't worry, you're not. And I was like, well, I should fucking hope not. <laughs> it also said 
on my MRI, like um, deep infiltrating. Yeah. That's what I've got. Stage four. Yeah. Yeah. Stage four is when it's deep infiltrating and it's in places other than like your womb area. Yeah. And then when it's when it starts attaching itself to other organs like your bowels or your bladder. Yeah. Um, you said that they think it might be on the nerve bladder. Mm. Uh, and yeah. Um, what else? And yeah, my MRI was how I got diagnosed with adenomyosis as well. So, Jay, do you have any advice for someone who has been diagnosed, has not been diagnosed? Kind of just any advice you would give them with going through like the medical paths and things like that because we all know it can be rubbish and lonely and shit for people talk to people um you know there's a lot like I said before I was diagnosed with it I knew nothing about endometriosis and then yeah. I friends and people I even went to school with since I started talking about it on uh, my personal page um I've had so many girls that I went to school with come out and say that they've like had it or they think they've got it and stuff like that um and I'd say just trust your body and trust your own instincts. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, the amount of times I've had to, and I'm sure you girls as well, I've had to fight with like doctors and stuff like that just to be listened to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even, even not endometriosis related, like I started having an allergic reaction to um, morphine when they were injecting me before. And it was the same reaction I had when I had my reaction to pethidine and ended up in recess. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, it was scary. They'd only um, they'd only injected three mil of pethidin in. And I'd had it, like I said, during my labour with Mia seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I could just feel it burning in my arm. Gosh, as it was in- that's so scary. I looked down and all my veins were red and popping out my arm. Oh, my God. Jeez. And then I don't remember anything. I remember being wheeled through somewhere. It turns out it was recess, but I remember them saying, we haven't got enough time for that. And then I was away. They'd cut off my top. I'd been resuscitated. It was. Oh my <laughs> God. That is so scary. Yeah. Things like that. Like when I then started to have a reaction to the morphine, to then be told by a doctor, no, don't worry about it. It's not pethidin. Mm. But that's this is exactly what happened. My veins were popping out. It was just, yeah. Although doctors obviously go to uni and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. You know your body best than anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely. definitely. Keep fighting for it yeah yeah that's very good very true don't forget to follow us on tiktok and instagram at gynae waiting room uh we love you very much thank you for all the support as per usual and thank you to jade for coming on again thank you thank, thank you for jade yeah. we loved having you on we're so glad you were the first guest we kind of we kind of knew we wanted you we on. Agreed <laughs> on it ages ago didn't yeah, we? We, did, yeah. we agreed on it before we even announced that we were having a podcast yeah. <laughs> we were like we want jade on yeah um but yeah we'll see you next week guys we hope you enjoy take care love you guys love Bye. you love you bye, bye.